reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him, and he said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, named Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body— They came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, He took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying, The Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
night has come, our praise to you this day be sung. Bless our bread, open our eyes, Jesus be our great surprise. Walk with us, our spirits sigh, hear when our our pain. Jesus, take us to your side. Walk with us, the road will bend. Make all our weeping, wailing end. Wipe our tears, forgive our fears. Jesus, lift the is risen. I generally fail at the game of trying to put myself into the shoes of the disciples. I'm not bold enough to be a Peter or any of the rest of them. I am more of the stumbling and bumbling type of disciple. In the story of the road to Emmaus, the disciples aren't bumbling at all, but talking excitedly and quizzically over the events that occurred But as is often the case in life, this prevents them from seeing the major event that is about to happen, the resurrected Christ walking and talking with them. The story presents a a perfect picture of what the disciple's life is like, mindlessly walking about your business to be completely interrupted by someone beyond comprehension and whose depth of love can listen as you speak. And that's just what happened. Jesus lets them tell the story. He hears them and meets them there on their road. And of course, he begins to teach and begins to open their eyes to all the ways, the scriptures, the prophets, the law, the covenant, the story of God and his creation led to this time. His son taking on the ills and the deformity of creation, taking it to the cross, and then conquering our final enemy of death by rising from the dead. The enormity of this falls on these humble disciples, and they urge the man to stay with them. And like the countless disciples following them, in the breaking of the bread, their eyes are open and they see him for who he is. I can just imagine them speaking the same words of St. Thomas, My Lord and my God. As the Christ goes on his way, 
to continue his appearing to the more than 500, the disciples, like you and me, asked themselves, did not our hearts burn within us as he spoke and taught? Did not our hearts burn within us as he taught and spoke to us? As his bread is broken before us and as we speak with him in all that is and was and is to be in our lives. So maybe it's not about whether you are a bumbling disciple or an astute scholar or a woke observer. Maybe it's about the one who sets the heart afire and raises life out of death. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Christ has risen from the dead. God the Father has crowned him with glory and honor. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. He has put all things under his feet. So then, let us pray to the Lord for the whole people of God and the welfare of all. For the wandering on the roads of life, that the Son of God make himself known to them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the people of the world facing poverty, unemployment, and housing instability, 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the sick, the grieving, and the hurt. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the countless blessings of this day and the promise of the empty tomb. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, through the humiliation of your Son, you raised up the fallen world. Grant your faithful people rescued from the peril of everlasting death, perpetual gladness, and eternal joys. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
special thank you to all who contributed to Branched Out this week. As always, a thank you to Justin and Janelle Beal and Alex Johnson for their work and production of this podcast. To my friend, Blake Flatley, for sharing his music with us, you can find more of his music at communionarts.org. A special thanks to Hope Petrie for her kicking rendition of Garden this week. And thank you to Amber Seltz, Zach Zellmer, and Jennifer Dierenfeld for reading for us this week. Now, go with the peace of the risen Christ and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.